Hey, how's it going? My name is Stephen Marks and welcome to the Spirit and Truth podcast. My purpose with all of these teachings is to equip you with the word of God and help you understand your authority, your power, your victory and mission as a believer in Jesus Christ. So you go from glory to glory and victory to victory by the power of Holy Spirit who lives in you. So enjoy, God bless and let's get our generation saved. Welcome to episode three, all right, episode three of Secrets to Answered Prayer. If you haven't listened to the other two, go listen to them. They are nuggets of truth, right? You need that in your life. I'm telling you, when you get this in your spirit, you are going to get a shift happening in your life. Things that used to cause failure, issues, things that never led to breakthrough are going to change. It's like the wind changes. Suddenly it was against you. Now it's for you. It's the anointing. It's the power and presence of God. And you're going to experience that. When you start praying right, a lot shifts in your life. You have to be praying, right? It's not if you pray, it's when you pray. And we've gone through that. So point three, do me a favor, turn with me to Matthew 7 verse 28. We're going to start there. I think uh, this is going to be a bit of a shorter podcast. Um, I'm just trying to really get these truths out to you as fast as I can, as simply as I can, and as clearly as I possibly can, right? I really enjoy teaching people the Word of God and bringing to life little truths that are hidden. But when you get it right, your life changes. And these th- you can really like claim it for yourself. If you have faith to receive it, it'll change your life. And so that's my purpose with these things. I'm really trying to make them simple, short, to the point, and something for you to just take and go on your day and live in victory, live in power, and live in authority. That is what we're called to do. We're called to take dominion as believers. Right. All right. So we're now Matthew 7, verse 28. Listen to this. And when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one who had authority, not as their scribes, right? I'm in college right now. So when I write papers, I'm constantly citing, you know, oh, so-and-so said this and that about digital marketing. And so actually, this is how we think about it. But so-and-so said this about digital marketing. And so this is how that compacts this. And oh my goodness, it's like you're constantly saying what other people have said about this topic. And then other people say what you said about other people saying about this topic, right? It's never ending cycle of just saying, you know, oh, Martin Luther King said this and this Charlie said this and this other person said this. Don't, you know, Jesus is operating. He's saying, no, this is how it is. Not because anyone else says so, because I say so. And why this struck me, why I wanted this to be a specific secret in answered prayer is so often people pray as if they don't have authority, right? The word of God says, and I think it's first Corinthians two verse 16. It says, you have the mind of Christ. Romans 12 verse 1 and 2, I think, literally talk about you discerning the perfect, pleasing will of God. You can know the perfect, pleasing will of God. In fact, you already do. 1 John 2 verse 20 says you know everything. Uh, 1 John 2 verse 27 says the anointing or the Holy Spirit that lives in you will teach you everything. All right, you don't need another teacher. The Holy Spirit will teach you. So you already have everything you're ever going to need living inside of you. The truth, the ultimate infinite truth is inside of you in Holy Spirit. Okay, so when, when we pray, why I wanted this to be a, a secret is you need to pray with authority. You need to know who lives inside of you. You need to know who's praying. When you get in the Spirit, it's not you praying, right? 
The Bible says you've died. You were crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, Stephen or Gary or whoever's listening. It's Christ who lives in you and lives in me. Therefore, when you pray, Christ prays. That is what we're saying. You've got to understand that. You've got to get that in your mind. You've got to get that in your spirit that, Lord, I pray to you now. Literally, I mean, then you start talking about tongues and intercession and all that kind of stuff with Romans 8, which literally says the spirit intercedes on our behalf. Right, it it um it knows the things of the spirit. It's outside of time, matter, space, like all that kind of stuff. It's outside of that. The spirit knows things that are to come and will guide you in that. So check it out. Jesus teaches as one who has authority. He's not quoting so and so. He's saying this is how it is. And this is deep because literally, I think it was my my last secret or the one before that, I was talking about Matthew 7, which says, Ask, seek, and knock, and you will will receive, you will find, and you will have the door be open. That's what I'm talking about. So when we pray, we pray with expectancy and full knowledge and understanding of what we're praying, of the result that's going to happen. We already know. Thank you, Jesus, for answered prayer, right? That is how we're praying, with authority, with boldness. And so these are some of the points that I made with this, all right? Therefore, Pray like Him, speak like Him, and act like Him. If we have the mind of Christ, if we have the Spirit of Christ living in us, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, as in in the flesh I live in faith in the Son of God, that means we need to think like Him, speak like Him, act like Him, walk like Him, talk like Him. Right? He literally says in His Word, He says, greater things than you, greater things that I have done, oh my goodness, you are going to do even greater things than what I've done. That's what Jesus is saying. So we should have the the lowest bar in our expectancy of what we're going to be walking into in our life is what Jesus did, which is Luke 4, verse 18 and 19, right? He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has, um, he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, to preach liberty to the captives, to heal, sorry, to um, heal the blind, give sight to the blind, uh, set at liberty the captives or those oppressed and to proclaim the year of our Lord's favor. That is what our ministry looks like now. Every single believer, that is what it looks like. Doesn't matter what role you have, doesn't matter whether you're chemistry or bio or whatever the heck it is, that is your role. You can do that in every aspect of life and it needs to be the reason why you do absolutely anything in your life is to get people into heaven, is to show people Jesus, the presence and power of God. That is what you're called to do and it starts with prayer. It starts with us taking authority over ourselves, over our situations and going to war in prayer. Okay, so we're going to pray like him, we're going to speak like him, and we're going to act like him. It means we do that with authority. So we don't just say, hey, Lord, if it's okay, can this happen? No, we command things. We don't ask uh, a father. We don't ask father. If he really knows our needs, we don't need to ask him. We can thank him for those. We don't need to sit around asking for stuff. We don't need to sit around like really hoping that things happen. We can start commanding things, right? It literally says in Hebrews that, angels minister to us they are here to serve the saints right i know that's deep but go and read it it's uh hebrews i don't want to just be like giving you guys random stuff that actually isn't based in the word of god um hebrews 1 verse 14 
Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who will inherit salvation? That's you and me. So angels serve us. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you commission angels to make X, Y, and Z happen in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I call it done. That is what I'm saying. We pray with authority. We command. We are heirs to the throne. That's what it says. We are now co-heirs with Christ. We're seated with Christ in heavenly places. We are above every name just with Jesus. Thank you, God. That's what I'm talking about. That is how we pray. So we command. We don't beg. You see, Jesus, he doesn't beg with demons to get out. Now, please leave this lady alone. No, he says, in the name of Jesus, get out. Or no, in the name of me. No, he just says, get out or go. It's literally one word. That's the authority that we're praying with, right? We declare things in the name of Jesus. We don't just say things in the name of Jesus. We listen to what Father is saying. We don't just ramble saying X, Y, and Z, right? We know Father and prioritize time with Him above all else. We don't just do whatever the heck we want and go around. We seek to know the Father's will. Why? Because that's exactly what Jesus did. He was constantly getting time alone, constantly thinking about what is the Father's will. I don't come here doing my own will. I do the Father's will. So we must do the same thing, right? That's why I mentioned Romans 12, 11, sorry, Romans 12, 1 and 2. To know the perfect, pleasing, acceptable will of God, of the Father. We're supposed to press into that. We're supposed to receive that. And we're supposed to be walking in that. That's the reality. And when you walk in that, the power and authority that comes with that is evident. It's so cool, right? And so we're to win in the spirit before the battles arise. That's the point and purpose of prayer is to win in the spirit before you even get in the battle. Um, I heard an amazing, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Bishop David Oyedepo. He said, um, he said, I, um, I think he had this, this conversation um, with, a, with a reporter who was asking him, hey, like, how do you know what's going to happen like tomorrow? Why do you just walk around as if like you're, you're safe? You know, like this guy's well known. People would probably come after him like demonic people are whack. And um, it was so funny. He said, oh, because I prayed for my protection today, yesterday. Every day, I, I pray a day ahead, so I'm always under the Lord's protection. I thought that was so cool. It's so true. When, we pr when we're prayed up before we go into anything, we, we already have claimed authority. We already have, have been there. We've already called into existence things that are not as though they are. That is what we're doing. Excuse me, we're constantly living in a state of faith, right? We're saying, Father, I thank you so much for tomorrow. I thank you that there's nothing but victory in tomorrow. Lord, I thank you that you're guiding me in all wisdom and revelation. Lord, I thank you that tomorrow morning I will encounter more of your love, more of your life, more of your goodness. That when I open my Bible, it will hit my spirit more than ever before, right? This is us going to war in the spirit before we even need to get there. So that when we get to tomorrow, it's nothing but smooth sailing. That's what it's talking about. Always being a day ahead in prayer. Okay, so um, maybe one last point with regard to authority. If you go with me, right, we were in uh, Matthew 7. Go with me to Matthew 8, okay? It's literally just over the page. And I want to double tap on something. The faith of the centurion, right? Um, this is Jesus. He says, um, and he went, when he had entered Capernaum, a centurion, so as a Roman, unsaved, came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home and suffering terribly. And he said to him, I'll come and I'll heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. 
for I too am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I say go, and he goes, and another come, and he comes, and my servant do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled, and he said to those following him, For I tell you the truth, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come east and west, recline at the table of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. In that place there will be na- weeping and gnashing of teeth, and the Sorry, and to the centurion, he said, go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed that very moment, right? So we've got to understand the power of our words and the power of recognizing authority in the spirit. If we have the mind of Christ, if we have the spirit of Christ, if it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in us, then we operate with the authority and understanding of Christ being in us. All right, that is where we're at. The old man is dead. The new man lives. It's Christ who lives in you, the Holy Spirit, right? And it's the Father's will that gets done. So now when we pray, we pray with that same authority. I think about um, Smith Wigglesworth. People used to hate praying with him because he would pray with such fervency, such authority, such declarative prayers that were so intense, so loud, so wild, and so um, full of earnest desire that people would just be like, whoa, dude, you need to chill. Like, wow, this is just intense. Like people just getting hit with spit even though they're at the back of the room. Like he's going after it. That is how we're to pray. When you pray like that, you get things done in the spirit and you can leave knowing, Father, thank you. I've settled it. It's done. I'm going on my way. And it will be done according to your faith because that's what the word of God says. He says, let it be done according to what you've believed. Right? So what do we believe? We believe it is done. We receive it now as though it were, even though it's catching up because it's done in the spirit and it's catching up in the natural. That is where we're at. So good. Right. I'm expecting testimonies, guys. I love you. I'm so proud of you. These are deep. So I pray you're pressing in. If you need to listen to them again and again, that's absolutely fine. Let me know your testimonies. Tell me. Give me reviews. Give me comments. Let me know about what the Lord is doing in your life because these are going to change your life. I'm telling you, there's going to be a shift in your life and these these key little things, little shifts that just make the whole machine move so much better, so much smoother, and things are going to really start falling into place. So bless you in the name of Jesus, and I pray you go from victory to victory, strength to strength, glory to glory, in Jesus' mighty name. God bless.